RVers, Patty, have lots of choices for where they want to spend the night. Everything from boondocking mm-hmm. to state and national parks, private campgrounds, even corporate campgrounds. And I thought what we do today is we're going to discuss one very specific campground in this episode of Travels with Delaney, the podcast. Welcome back, everyone. My name's Patrick. And I'm Patty. And we also have Truman and Bess on the couch Absolutely. today with us. Absolutely. If you're listening to the audio version, hopefully you won't know they're here. Right, hopefully they're But if you're watching us over on YouTube's Travels with Delaney, the podcast channel, I'll get it out, (laughs) Uh, and you're watching the video version, then you'll probably see them here with us. So, well, Patty, before we get started, and I'm excited to talk about, you know, a campground today. Sure. That's not named Happy Acres. Right. Um, Not that I don't love Happy Acres. Maybe I should clarify, but anyway, we'll get into it in a minute. Um, We like lots of campgrounds. I like lots of campgrounds. So, but first, you know, we have to do a... This or that. Oh boy, I'm. I think I'm ready. Are you ready for this one? <laughs> All right, get my brain ready. All right. So when we go camping, yes. If you could only choose one of these two amenities, which would you rather have? Okay. Would you ever rather have a campground that has a dog park or a campground that has a laundry facility? I think I'm going laundry. Wow, that didn't take long. No, because I'm thinking in my head I can always take these guys on a walk. That is a good point. And usually when we go to dog parks, they don't know what to do. They look no. at me like, you put me off the leash. What am I supposed to do now? And they really don't play or run. I mean, after a while, sometimes they finally got used to when we've camped in a long time at different places what to do, but they usually don't know what to do. No. It's crazy. <laughs> so I'm going with laundry. I think I made that one too easy for <laughs> you. you. Did. I should have known. <laughs> yeah, laundry rooms are always nice, especially since we don't have a washer and dryer right, in our RV. Right. And when you're camping and you're out, sometimes you need to catch up on some laundry. Yeah, that's true. I like fresh towels and linen and, you know, clothes and yeah. Yeah, because otherwise you're running to a laundromat. I know. We've so. done that a lot. So, yeah. Well, I thought what we'd do today is talk about a very specific campground. Okay. Or campground, should I say. Sure. And, um, you know, I think over the years, we've kind of had mixed feelings. We have. I think it's a love-hate relationship. Right. And we are talking about KOAs. Okay. And it's interesting, because if you go out on, like, camping forums on Facebook mm-hmm. and places like that, it's kind of that way. It's like people either love them or they don't love them. Right. There's not a lot in the middle, <laughs> It is doesn't there? seem like <laughs> it. But we want to talk about KOA, because as much as there's been times where we're not happy with KOA. We've used them. We use them. Yeah. And we thought, let's talk about the pros and cons okay. of KOA. Now, KOA, I believe, is the largest chain of um, campgrounds okay. in the world that makes sense over 500 locations is what their website says wow and i think that is really why that's almost like number one pro for koas is a lot of times there's there's just a lot of them no matter where you're traveling yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. right i mean it seems like everywhere we've been there's koas yeah you'll see them along the highway or you'll see them like on the signs yeah we'll drive by them there's always a KOA somewhere. Yeah. And so I think that's a real plus, um, unlike some other chains sure. or, or things like that, that were, you know, Jellystone's a right. good example. There are Jellystone's, but, but there are not, there's not nearly as many right. Jellystone's, right. 
Now, some of this could be changing because I noticed it seems like some corporations are starting to buy up private campgrounds. Right. I don't know if they're gonna thinking they're going to compete with KOA, but if yeah, you've got over 500 maybe. locations, that's that's a lot of locations. Yeah, I think they're kind of dominant. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I think that's why we have to have this discussion because sometimes you just need KOA. Right. We, we do. Yeah. We, we've used them before. We've used them for different reasons. Yeah. And I th- for us, I think the number one reason has always been when we're traveling, mm-hmm. they're convenient because many times they're located right off the highway. Right. Or with just in a mile or two. So they're easy to get to. Right. Yep. They're easy to get to, to park. Um, it's, it's what you need on that quick on the go kind of thing. Right. And so I think that's a real plus for a lot of travelers is it's like, well, that's a sign I recognize, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes with private RV parks, you're just not sure yeah. if you've never been there right. or you, you haven't done your research, sure. but usually with KOAs, you kind of know what you're going to get. Right. Now, KOA recently, and I say recently within the last few years, uh, did some kind of branding or market segmentation. They did. Where to try to help travelers kind of know, like, how is this KOA compared to other KOAs? And they came out with like this, I believe it's three tiers. Yep. They have the KOA journey, right. which is really more of your basic roadside park, mm-hmm. usually fewer amenities, sure. maybe smaller, right. but conveniently located right beside of that major highway. Isn't the second one called the holiday? It is. And so the holiday, I believe, is supposed to be like that KOA that maybe offers more amenities and where you might stay more than one or two nights. Sure. I think the journey's more like that layover type sure. thing. And the last one, I think, is a resort. Is a resort. That's probably like those destination campgrounds, I right? I think so. I think, uh, you know, you're probably going to find a KOA resort in, yeah, those mm-hmm. big destinations. I remember passing, there's a huge KOA out um uh, on the Outer Banks. Right. We've never stayed there. No. But I'm thinking that one might be a resort, which would make sense. That's sure. a big resort area. Right. And I believe they have tons of amenities and it's right on the ocean. Right. And what so that's kind of nice, though, mm-hmm. that they do that because then as you're sorting through, you kind of get a sense for what might this KOA right. look like. Right, right. Yeah, that way you have an idea of what you're getting into. What you, if you, there's certain things you want, right. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, and so I think... Um, when you think about, okay, so location is a big one for us. Mm-hmm. And the this or that, I think, has played into several times. Times when we, that we stopped. We've we needed stopped. laundry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I believe, usually, they have a laundry facility at most of them. The ones that I come to my mind, they've always had, and they were really nice. This is the ones we've been at, I guess. Right. We've been them all over, it seems like, in different parts of the country at different times. So, yeah, I I think the ones I remember, they were really nice to use and easy and convenient. And, right. Yeah. And I don't think usually you have to decide between the laundry room or the dog park because KOA. Side by side. <laughs> yeah. Well, KOA boasts that they're very yeah. pet friendly. Uh-huh. And I think they call their dog parks Camp Canine. Yeah, they do. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, yeah. we, we've been at some that were a little, basically there were, you know, just some fenced in grass, which by the way, we're, we're, we're fine happy with, with that. Our, our kiddos don't really care for all nope. the playground equipment, no. but we've been at some that, uh, it's quite the, uh, jungle Obstacle gym. Course, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't you remember that with Maddie and she looked at us like, what am I supposed to do? Right. Our first dog. It's like all these different things, tunnels and ramps. And yeah. she's like, what do I do? <laughs> they usually have a nice little camp store, yeah, mm-hmm. and we've actually been at some that offer some food service right, options. Right, we've taken advantage of that before. Yeah. Now, I'm not sure that's a standard requirement yeah, for KOAs. I don't know. <laughs> but I know, for instance, we, we've stayed a couple times, I believe, out at Grand Isle, Nebraska yeah, KOA. Yeah, that's the one I'm thinking of. Um, and they have a Hunt Brothers Pizza. Right. 
And I got to tell you, after a long day of driving, um, you know, either going west or coming home from the west, to be able to pull in and order a pizza and wings and it have it delivered awesome. to your RV. I think it was the best pizza ever. I know, because <laughs> oh, we've just had some long drives. And, well, uh, and it's Nebraska, right? Yeah. yeah okay. So. And um, what I remember is when we usually are in Nebraska, it's midsummer and it's hot. Right. And we're just like, we just want to cool off and not have to get out the grill or anything. And uh, it's yeah. been amazing. It's been wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> and also, if you just forget something, sure. the little story, yep. you know, mm-hmm. I mean, so those are usually pretty nice. Mm-hmm. The other thing is... I think every KOA we've ever been at has had a really good selection of sites, mm-hmm. um, especially right. pull through. So if you don't want to mess with backing, right, in, or un- uh, like us unhitching sometimes, right. Mm-hmm. And so I like that. Now I know you might say, well, private campgrounds have pull throughs, and they do. they do. I'm just saying, if you're traveling in an area you don't know and you, you see kind that, of it's more reliable, I guess. Yeah, well, you, you know just, what to expect. It's kind of like, yeah, KOA. Yeah. Um, it's it's. Yeah, it's kind of like driving down the road right. and seeing a Holiday Inn sign. It's exactly. something you recognize. Yep. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah. So, I mean, usually they have everything from tent sites to, you know, water electric sites, pull-through sites, full hookup sites. Um, and many of them even have the cabins. Right. And those cabins can range from your basic camping cabin mm-hmm. with bunk beds and and uh, basically that's it. Right. To um, the KOA here locally has uh, park model style. They do. I mean, and I think even some, like we've been at, they actually have like fancy sites, like with fire pits yes. and like fancy stone or concrete or bricks or whatever, and a p- place to sit like a, with an umbrella. And If you remember, we stayed at the KOA down near Indianapolis. Right. And we actually had a, a upgraded sure. site. Sure. Yeah, we did. That had a... Uh, a swing. A swing. Yeah. It was, it, was, it was nice. It was a huge concrete patio yep. with a built-in fire pit, but it had a swing built it into did. it. And it was under a nice tree. And I mean, we paid a little bit more right. for that. They also had really deluxe sites. They did. Um, that had, you know, like fancy patio furniture and big grills. Right. So, yeah, I think with KOA, depending on the location, you get lots of mm-hmm. options. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, so I think there's a lot of positives. You know, you got lots of lo- locations to choose from. Many times they're on your route. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to have a site that's going to fit your big rig if you have a big rig or if you want to pitch a tent or, or whatever. Right. Um, some nice amenities. But I would say there's also a flip side that people yeah. complain about yeah. KOAs. Mm-hmm. Number one is... I think it's the noise. Oh, you think it's the noise. Interesting. Okay. We got like our top list. <laughs> and it could be. I think be. it's I think, noisier. I think any time you... Because you're by you, a highway. I think, I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that they can't really happen. You know, you can't have the convenience of being by the highway yeah. and not get some highway right. noise. What were you going to say? I was going to say price. That too. Yeah. We have found that KOAs tend to be a pricier sure. yep. than private parks. Okay. Yep. And, I agree. And, uh, you know, it's, so it's, you know, we've... <laughs> been traveling before where you've looked up a KOA right. and it's $65 a night and then you'll find a private park that has really good ratings and it's $45 mm-hmm. a night. And, and sometimes we will go with the private yep. park, especially we'll if, it. if it has good reviews. Sure, absolutely. Um, yeah. So I think that. Now, they do offer discounts, if but you have to buy the KOA rewards card to get yep. the 10% discount. I believe that currently runs $36 a year, which means you're going to have to, you know, you're going to have to spend at least... Well, $360 to get your $36 back. So, you know, it's $60 a night. Oh, my gosh, I got to do math. I'm not good at math. <laughs> but, you know, probably six nights. Yeah. 
if you were going to stay at least six night at roughly sixty dollars a night, you would earn that money back, and then okay. it, then it would actually become a savings. The other thing is they give you points. Sure. Um, we've done that over the yep. years where we've accumulated enough points to get like free night stays. Right. So they do have that, but I always feel like they're a little little bit more expensive. Yep. Um, and if you're just traveling, maybe you don't need to be paying extra for amenities that you're not going to use, like swimming pools and, and um, splash pads and, and swing yeah. sets and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah, exactly. So it's interesting. I, like I was thinking price, you were thinking noise. <laughs> yeah, um, noise. I think the other thing is I've always kind of felt like, and it's hard to, I mean, we're kind of painting a broad stroke. Brush here, yeah. yeah. Um, because obviously every KOA is going to be, be different. different. Yep. But it feels like most of the KOs we've stayed at, sometimes I feel like I'm in a parking lot. Yeah, they do seem to be, don't they? They're really kind of maybe closer yeah. sites and not a lot of grass sometimes. It just depends, I guess, too, on the location. Some are nicer than others. Yeah. And some and, locations in the campground are nicer than others. Uh, yeah. I mean, I've, I think back to, I mean, gosh, we have stayed at so many KOAs mm. over the last 18 years. Um you know, I remember, well, one, we stayed at the original, I believe it was the original KOA, which is in Billings, Montana. Okay. Spent 4th of July there with Mark yeah, and Karen, that our was friends. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was, it was fine. You yeah. know, we backed up to a little pond. It was cute in there. Yeah, it was. Was in, that the one that had like the little uh, train kind I, of thing? I think so, yeah. It was really cute, yeah. Um, the KOA in Port Huron, Michigan. That was nice, too. Uh, they had like all kinds of they amenities. And, Good and, gosh, didn't they have like the bumper boats and stuff? Yeah, yeah. Like on a water thing? But then I also think about the KOA in Crescent City, California, we took the tab to. We <laughs> yeah. actually camped on a tent site. Right. But what they had that I thought was awesome, you remember? Yeah. If you were tent camping or you had a pop-up, you could camp back in some redwoods. That was awesome. Yeah, that was. They got lucky. They were so close to those sequoias and redwoods, I guess. Yeah, I think they're the redwoods. Redwoods. Yeah. It was beautiful. Yeah. So, I mean, there are a lot <laughs> they had of- a natural amenity. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so there are a lot of unique yeah, locations with KOA. Yeah. And again, everyone's going to vary, so you just never know. Sure, right. But I, I would say, you know, price, um, location in terms of the noise, like you said, but that's mm. kind of a give and take. Sure. Uh, but also just sometimes they do try to squeeze in as many as they possible. Do. yep. Where some of the private parks, I feel like, kind of spread people out. Yeah, you're not so tight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I, you know, I just wanted to talk about it because like I said, it seems like, it, you know, there's some mixed opinions sure, on KOA, all, yeah. but I think it can be a good option for an RV traveler. Mm -hmm, absolutely. Um, and if you're going to a resort area and you want all those amenities and you're willing to pay the price, then there you go. Then that might make sense for you as well. Right. Now I will say this, another thing that always, I guess it's a plus and a minus. If I remember right. They have their app. You can book online, which right. is nice. But don't they cut off same day reservations at like it's early, four isn't it? Something, or something like that. And so there were a few times, but I will say we have pulled into KOAs after that time, even when their office was closed. And they usually, if they have sites available, will have posted outside. Like, yeah, so you can do self registration. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I'm always, I'm always odd. I always find that odd that you could not call and book a site after right. four, right, or or whatever it is. It is odd, um, yeah. Mm -hmm. But they do have that app, and the nice thing is, if you set up an account with the app, you can track your points you're if you're then. a KOA you're member, yeah. um, that type of thing. And uh, honestly, their website's fairly easy it's, to yeah. search mm -hmm. and find locations. Actually, it's really easy. Yeah, it's simple. Um, so anyway, yeah. Overall, though, 
it's definitely a nice option to have. It is. It's an option. That's, I'm glad that it's out there because sometimes as we've traveled, we just yeah. need it. Usually it's like a regrouping time because I'm thinking of the times we did a lot of boondocking. We just needed that time at a place where we could do laundry and yeah. get food if we if it had availability and just be safe. Yeah. What mm-hmm. would you say? <laughs> I'm going to put you on the spot. All right. Nicest KOA you've ever stayed at. Golly, I'm trying to remember them all in my brain. I- um, I know which one I'm going with, and it's a very small park. Yeah. We just stayed there this summer. Golly. <laughs> Maple Creamies. Maple Creamies. Oh, good Lord. I don't remember. Sorry. Uh, we, <laughs> the one in Vermont that we stay at, uh, oh. at, at near Keechee Gorge. Okay. Don't you think that's probably the nicest that KOA? That is a really nice That one. we have stayed at. Well, yes. And I think we noticed when we were there this last summer, geez, I totally blanked that out. That's an awesome one. Yeah. They had done some changes since we'd been there, upgrades and more upgrades, and it's just beautiful. They keep doing more and more and more. I know. It's interesting because, you know, we have been to some parks where you go one uh-huh. time, it's awesome. You go back five years later and you're like, oh, this hasn't been kept up. This place, it was awesome, say, seven, eight years ago when right. we stayed there. We get back there and it's like, oh my gosh, this place is even nicer than we remember. Right. Uh, the one thing we did notice was they had actually taken out some of the campsites. And put in some park model type Park models. Yeah. Apparently cabin business is really like big up there. Yeah. But it's just a small, quaint well very well maintained well it's just so clean and i just remember the green green grass staff is awesome yeah they're always so friendly and helpful and that's a koa mm -hmm. i don't even think twice about nope paying a little bit more for yep um it's great location but i was just curious i I, I mean they're all uh, my mind goes to nebraska that's the one that's (laughs) the one that's always in your mind yeah um but I do remember that one, um, it was with the tab. I guess it's Port Huron. Yeah, the Port Huron. That was, was really yeah. pretty there. Well, if you remember, we actually took our first tab to Myrtle Beach, the KOA in the Myrtle Beach area, right. which is a couple blocks off, off the, the ocean. ocean. Mm-hmm. It's a huge park back mm-hmm. in some pine trees. Mm-hmm. And uh, the thing I remember about that one was the, I don't know if they still do this, because you have to understand, this was like- That was two, a long time oh, ago. 2005, <laughs> 2000. Yeah. They used to do like a, a fish fry yep. on Friday nights. Yep. And uh, well, wasn't there a KOA near us? Now I'm thinking about it. They did pancakes in the morning. Oh, yeah. We used to go up to the one in Granger, yeah. Indiana. Although yeah. I don't think that's a KOA no. anymore. I don't see it yeah. listed. But yeah, they used to do on the weekends a pancake breakfast. And it was it was like two or three dollars, and you got right sausage pancakes and well, juice. we haven't stayed at the one that's near us. It was something else prior. But they've added so much to that. That is a beautiful property. Right. The KOA that's near us now. It is a beautiful property, but it does not it even come close. Busy. No. To Happy Acres. It doesn't, but it's, I mean, it is usually packed for one in the summer. And I think that's the thing. I think, you know, as much as we promote Happy Acres because we love Happy Acres and it makes us happy. It does. um, (laughs) (laughs) But here's the thing. If you are looking for tons of amenities for kids, that's where you want to go. You want to go like to that. the KOA Absolutely. or you want to go to the Jellystone up in Fremont. Well, if you have because, kids, you want to keep them entertained. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah. <laughs> if you say, you know what, I'm looking for maybe mellow. a little bit more mellow place, more adults. Um, yeah, and fewer sites. And the reason I say fewer sites is the KOA and the Jellystone are both massive. Massive. Like it takes you a while. If you're yep. at the back of the park, it could to take you a while through. to get to your yeah. site. Mm-hmm. Um, we're happy acres, you know, it's, it's not too hard. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, all right. Well, I I just thought it was a good discussion to have, and I would love to hear all of your comments on, do you like KOAs? What's your favorite KOA Mm -hmm. if you do stay at them? And, um, yeah, just let us know down in the comments and 
we always have to say thank you to our friend thank and you. producer, Jim Kuzman. Uh, Jim's the one that makes sure these always get edited, right. and we get them to you each and every week, and we could not do it without Jim's assistance. Right, absolutely. So, all right, Patty, until next time, we'll see you. On down the road. Bye, Bye, everybody. Travels with the lady, we'll see you on down the road.